All right, and welcome back, listeners. This is uh, season one, episode two. I'm sitting here with Coach Arnold. Chris Arnold is the uh, Crater High School uh, softball coach, has been here for 21 years, a mass amount of experience, along with a tremendous amount of athletes and talent that has come through his program. Uh, coach Arnold, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining us today. Hey, Drew, thanks for having me in. I really appreciate uh, the chance just to talk about the program a little bit and some of the, the great things that it can do. It's done for me. I'm so blessed to have been a part of this uh, this program and to work with the district for as long as I have. I really feel uh, glad and happy to talk about what's what I've done. Right on. No, that, and that's and that's great. Well, the hope is even just kind of just picking your brain just briefly on just the, the program itself and and how you just built the program, you know, through the years. And it's something where it's always evolving, um, but you just had so much success with that. Um, looking at the foundation of it, tell us the pillars. What? How do you build your program and how do you continue to grow it? Well, when I first started, I, I, I tried to get away from the X's and O's uh, of the sport, which you obviously need. But if you're going to stick around for a little bit, a little bit of time in coaching, and I hope you know that I continue to stick around, there's got to be more than just the X's and O's. So we came up with uh, ideas, concepts, or themes that we really want to focus that our that our program will embody. And I think it's fair to say that this exists at the high school program in softball, yeah. and also with our youth program in that. Uh, in the summertime and then they go on throughout the year. So we've got, we've called them different things over the years. I started calling these the definite dozen. Now we've okay. come up with, it's kind of an acronym is CPS, commit, play, succeed in okay. our program. And just really quickly without going into it too much detail, this is what that entails. The first segment of that is the commit portion of it. And those are where we hammer home with, with our participants. It's awesome. The high school level and the younger girls commit to academics, certainly, and, and we're very proud of this. The, our high school program finished first in the state softball-wise GPA, awesome. uh, which was okay. awesome. We've always yeah. been one of the top. The Dairy Farmers uh, does that award there. And we've always been one of the tops. So we talk about committed to your academics first, even ahead of softball. Be committed to earning respect and showing others, including your parents and other people at school, the kinds of things that our program represents. I like to think that students and girls who are walking around wearing Crater softball uh, sweatshirts and t-shirts, that means something, you know? Yep, uh, be committed to doing the right thing outside of the softball field when you're at home, when you're in the community, when you're at school, and then being committed to our program and committed to what we're trying to accomplish, not just on the softball field, but mm -hmm. as a whole. That's the commit part. As far as playing goes, those are the things that I think coaches talk an awful lot about. Really being committed to hard work and what that looks like and what that means in our world, mm -hmm. in the softball field. Be committed to becoming a smart player. You learn the game just like you learn math or history. Oh, totally. So learning what it what it means to become part of a sport and to learn, you want to learn all you can. So smart smart students in the in the classroom make start smart players and vice versa. Um, being committed to team attitude, of course, always. Well, we like to focus on what we're going to accomplish as a program, not what I'm going to do, but what we are going to do. And that's sure. always, I think every coach probably uh, has something similar in their philosophy. And then finally, that's... being committed to a can-do attitude. We call it a can-do attitude. Trying to change our framework and our mindset into, instead of dwelling on negatives and challenges and setbacks, always framing things, especially when we talk, in terms of what we're going to do. Sure. 
Crater Wrestling, Greg Haga, great coach, great mentor. Yep. We will win. He's got printed on his sweatshirts, you know, what we're going to do um, instead of trying to dwell on the negatives or thinking about what we need to do. This is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so I really like that. And then finally, to succeed Absolutely. in the program, yep. uh, the last segment of that is believing in our system of play, what we're teaching, our style, believing in yourself uh, as an athlete and as a person, believing in your teammates, and finally believing in coaches and what we're trying to do collectively. So sure. those are all central pillars. We go into discussions and even have our athletes lead some of those discussions with the team members. So it's not just a coach talking to players. We also like to encourage our players to develop these themes and to spread how they're interpreting them to their teammates. That's amazing. <laughs> That's, I mean, really is amazing. With, uh, do you take those pillars um, with your high school program and, and how do you like, how do you plug that into the, the youth development you see with the, the young kids coming up uh, excited about softball um, when do you start implementing those uh, into the program when do they start seeing that Drew that's a great question and yeah. I think that's one of the things that uh, I was really surprised to see looking at other programs that don't do it top to bottom high school to in our case I mentioned I think we had an 8U team mm -hmm. and you're talking about third and fourth graders all the way up to high school Obviously, there are some physical things that can't be done the same way. Yeah. We use the same drills, the same terminology from top to bottom in our program and getting coaches to emphasize those same pillars, whether they're coaching a 10U team or working with the high school, the JV level, whatever. Yeah. Everything's the same. And so we really emphasize that. You know, there are certain modifications we need to make with younger players. But I think that's what that's the disappointing thing. Sometimes we look at programs, there's a disconnect. Somebody's doing one thing and somebody in the same program is doing something a little bit differently. Sure. And then you've got confusion. But I think, you know, ultimately we like to think the language and the things that we're saying, mm -hmm. both X's and O's and on the softball strategy and softball skills and some of the other team terminology sure. uh, is the same top to bottom. That's that's great. So even just, OK, let me throw a curveball. Sorry, uh, softball terminology. But if uh, so, curveball um, coaches. So how do you get? Uh, keep coaches motivated, but also just getting on board with just what you're doing within the high school, within those pillars, keeping that excitement going so that um, when no matter the age, the, the kids just want to keep learning, uh, keep growing um, and really just keep playing, you know, softball. Um, so from a coach's standpoint, how how do you um, work with your coaches? Um, does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Another great okay. question, Drew, because I think this is another thing that sometimes programs kind of miss out on. Totally. We uh, we work together. And I think sometimes it's really easy. I think it would be really easy to recruit a young coach or recruit a parent or whoever you can recruit to coach and then turn them loose, maybe even giving them a notebook and give them some things. But I find that working together, practicing together even, and having teams practice together on occasion or having regular coaches meetings yeah. where we're talking about this similar terminology and similar, similar skills and drills, I think that helps build some continuity. Sure. And if a parent or if sure. a coach is involved at, a, say, a 10 or 12-year level, if they know they're teaching the same things that the high school kids are going to be doing, then I think there's going to be incentive to, to, you know, to keep asking questions and keep working together and and wanting yeah. to do things collectively. We all have to share the same facilities and yeah. we're going to come in contact with another. So it, it takes work for sure. Yeah. But keeping that communication constantly going and updated. We like to attend uh, clinics. If we go to clinics, we like to take our entire program instead of just taking a high school or high school coaches. And we take top to bottom in the summertime. 
I love with our younger programs, some we oftentimes take a 16U team and okay. a 10U or 12U team to the same tournament. So the 10Us will watch the 16s play while they're going. The 16s will turn around and watch the 10Us while they're playing. Okay. Super fun. So, yeah. And bottom line, I think anyone who's involved in the program coaching has to have fun. Just like the players want to have fun. Oh, sure. Coaches have to enjoy it too, and it has to be fun. And I like to think that if they feel like they're working towards becoming part of the high school program, mm -hmm. doing something that's going to help those girls be successful, I like to think that will be fun for them, hopefully. So, yeah, we want them to have fun as well. That's uh, super impacting. Uh, I, I know that um, there's been a lot of excitement, I think, just through the years and, and having uh, watched a lot of players um, uh, play uh, summer ball, but also just year round uh, for, for softball and, and just watching uh, just those uh, kiddos that have come through like Hamby, uh, knowing, okay, they're, they're also playing with scenic, uh, scenic kiddos, but there's an excitement that they have and they look forward to it. And they may not go out for one sport uh, at a handy pool because oh, I'm doing softball. And that's great because, you know, what? at the end of the day, they're plugged in and they're growing, but also they're excited to keep learning. And so um, I know by I have a group uh, this year that is just super excited to get to high school. Um, and, and so even just for the listeners and for the sake of the listeners, because um, I could I could talk to you all day um, is. Uh, really just with uh, how do we keep uh, students, you know, plugged in? Where do they get plugged in? Um, regardless of where they are in the youth, maybe they've never played. Maybe uh, maybe they've been playing for a long time. Um, how do they get plugged in uh, and, and keep playing and learning? Oh, man, I love it. I love it. I love it. I got to tell you, Drew, the one, one <laughs> thing I think that's really, really so, and you nailed it here. I'm going to come out on record and say this as a high school coach. Okay. I prefer softball players to play as many sports as they can. Okay. I know that might sound contrary yeah. to some coaches. I know it's but, but I understand. Yep. kids like to specialize, but I sure love it. Even in high school, when we've got a girl that's playing volleyball, and I know uh, as you get older, there's more demands on, on student athletes time. Sure. But I love the fact that they can bond with if we've got a volleyball player, uh, and a girl that's playing basketball before high school seasons and softball starts, they get a chance to work in another atmosphere with other girls and other coaches and bond and learn and then take that and, and take what they've learned to the softball field. Sure. sure, I suppose they miss out on some off-season workouts, which we like to provide to the girls and the student athletes that aren't involved in other sports. But I really do enjoy it, especially when you're in middle school or elementary yeah, school. Absolutely. We want them involved in as many things, not just sports, but as many activities as they can be. Yep. It just makes them... It makes them have more fun, I think, and more opportunities to do things. So I really I appreciate that question, too, because I think sometimes not parents, not just parents, coaches do the same thing, and even girls or athletes think they have to specialize in one thing. And mm -hmm. I've, got, I've got to spend so much time doing this and really focus my efforts. At some point in time, usually in high school somewhere, with, with all the all the academics and then they'll get jobs and things they've got to make some decisions on what they yeah. want to do but especially while they're young yeah. man I sure I love what you're doing out at, at Hanby get them plugged into as much as you can cool well, we appreciate it you know it, it's it's exciting to um, to see the uh, more kids uh, trying to get plugged in, in in a variety of different ways uh, one of one of Hanby's um, kind of athletics focus i guess for this year and especially as we're kind of getting back into the swing of of athletics and you know jumping through a lot of hoops 
uh, along the way is is every athlete, every or every student, every athlete getting plugged in. Um, exactly on what what you were saying, whether it's sports, great. Whether it's it's another community involvement, uh, great. Because that you know they're growing, they're stretching somewhere, and it's going to make them well more well rounded, um, and and ready for high school. Uh, as, and then at the end of high school, I mean, they're they're going to grow and they're going to blossom within your guys' programs. Absolutely. And, and that's that's our hope. Um, and then uh, even uh, just with the amount of support that is around in this community, uh, we just want to see people do well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So. absolutely. You, know, <laughs> and, you know, Drew, I think that's one thing when I first started coaching, we we kind of measured our success as, as coaches here at the high school level. How many of these softball players can we get into college? Sure. You know, yeah. and I have to say that I've kind of changed. Yeah. I've gone 180 okay. degrees from that. It, not that we don't want to, and certainly we have those conversations regularly with our high school athletes. We want to do, and I will do whatever I can to help an athlete if that's what they want as part of their college experience to get them plugged in or have them hopefully help them have an opportunity to play at the college level. That's part of it. But it's not the most important part. Sure. You know? And I think I, I've, I've had to learn that myself. It's been cool. a growing thing. And I, I'm so proud of the athletes we've had come through our program. Certainly many have gone on to play at the college level and had success there. And I, I'm excited and proud of that. Mm -hmm. Equally as proud of some of the kids we regularly have. The valedictorian in our, in our school regularly is, comes out of the softball program. How exciting is that? Mm -hmm. Kids, we have a student. I had a student come in just yesterday. Uh, Ellie Laws, our valedictorian, came in from the University of Arizona just to say hello and talk about how rich her high school playing experience was. And yeah. She's not playing in college, but she's doing. She's having a great time. So Good. I think athletics and That's other great. activities in school can really help you become successful outside of those activities. So it's really a, it's just a positive thing. I think that's that's fantastic. So let's say we have some listeners, uh, you know, listening, saying, you know what, I, I would like to get involved. Um, with uh, softball, what's a good a good way that we, you can uh, direct them to uh, maybe like a resource or a person to contact uh, just to get plugged in for softball? And I would put myself at the top of that list. Okay. We are many organizations I know are kind of bouncing back uh, from some of the yeah. constraints that we felt. And so we're trying to build back our numbers, especially at the, at the younger level. So, cool. uh, you yep. know, as a head coach here at the high school and also someone who's actively involved in our young, our youth program on Comet Fast Pitch, uh, we do have a website and the Comet Fast Pitch ASA okay. at gmail.com is our, is our email address. My email, email address here at the high school is chris.arnold at district6.org. And I love entertaining. As a matter of fact, I got an email from a, a parent of a 10U player just today. So parents are reaching out. I think I think you're finding this at okay. hand as well. Yep. Students, athletes want to get involved. After school today, I'm going to go and go to a conditioning workout. We've, I think we had 22 kids last night, which is a record for us for January. Absolutely. So That's I great. love to see the kids that are hungry and wanting to come back. So really encourage anyone who has questions, not just about softball, but any activity to reach out and contact uh, and get involved. Love it. Cool. Well, uh, Coach Arnold, really appreciate the time. It's been a lot of fun just picking picking your brain on uh, just the softball program. Uh, again, 21 years of just wisdom through the years, right? And then uh, passing it along to every person coming into your program. So thank you for your time, and uh, we will be uh, talking with you soon. Appreciate it, Drew. Thanks so much. Thanks.